Hello, and welcome to the Killer Cuties podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Cassidy, and I've seen almost every horror movie out there. And I'm KD, and before we started, I'd seen almost none of them. So join us each week as I attempt to make a horror fan out of KD. As a warning, we will be discussing spoilers and some uncomfortable topics that may be in the plots, so feel free to check out the film on DoesTheDogDie.com first to check for any triggers before listening. Today we're going to be talking about the Japanese supernatural film based on the novel of the same name, The Ring. Let's get spooky. Should I kick us off with a brief summary? Yeah, please. Okay, the movie opens with two teenagers, Tomoko and Masami, discussing an urban legend where he watches VHS and dies seven days later after receiving a foreboding phone call. Tomoko reveals that she watched the VHS seven days prior and dies that very evening at the hands of an unknown presence. Tomoko's aunt, Reiko, investigates the legend as part of her role as a journalist and traces the tape back to a cabin where Tomoko and three friends, who also died, stayed days earlier. Reiko watches the tape at the cabin and receives the telltale phone call. Reiko calls her ex-husband, Ryuji, who is a psychic, to help her. He watches the tape, and together they discover clues that lead them to Oshima. But before they can leave, their seven-year-old son, Yoichi, watches the tape after being told to do so by his since-dead cousin, Tomoko. So now he's fucked. In Oshima, the ex-couple learn about a psychic woman who committed suicide after her psychic abilities were exploited by researchers and her family. Through a series of visions, they learn that the woman's daughter, Sadako, had physically killed a journalist who believed the psychic powers were a ruse. After after this time, they start seeking out Sadako, realizing that uh, Ryuji never got a phone call, which indicates that he may not be cursed. They rush to the cabin where Reiko first found the tape, and this is where they learn through another vision that Sadako was beaten by the doctor studying her um, and then thrown into a well that's now sealed under the cabin. They find her body uh, and then conclude that the curse was born from Sadako's rage of being beaten and thrown into the well. Seven days uh, has passed at this point and Reiko has not died, so they believe that the curse has been broken until the next day, Ryuji's TV turns itself on and Sadako crawls out of it and scares him to death. Reiko hears this happen over the phone and determines that she passed the curse on to Ryuji when she made him a copy of the VHS. The movie ends with Reiko driving to her father's house, realizing that she has found a way to save her son. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yeah. I think I told you this, but that is not where the movie ended for me. <laughs> um, yeah, it just kept going, huh? Yeah, I watched, I was watching it on uh, Freebie. Mm. And the like final screen where it's like, September 22nd, whatever year, like black screen. It was just a very short like blip of that. And then a a commercial came on. I'm like, oh, good. I can pee. Mm. So I went and peed. And when I came back, the movie was still going. And they were like at the dad's house and the the dad had died and talking about, you know, how, oh, you know, Sadako must have been stuck in there for 30 years. She was alive the whole time. Her fingernails are like... I was, t- I was totally into it. I was like, oh my God, this is the best thing ever. And by the time the movie had been going for like two and a half hours, I was like, these movies are not two and a half hours long. That was when I realized I watched most of the second movie also. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. It's funny because I watched it, uh, like I rewatched it on Tubi and it kind of did the same thing. Like it just well, like maybe it was Tubi. quickly went to the next one. And I was like, okay, I see how this happened for her. 
Um, a little ill-timed pee break. Well, you know, you have a little taste of the sequel. <laughs> yeah. But it worked. It, I mean, it definitely felt like the same movie, which is, I mean, it feels good for a sequel to feel like the original, you know? Yeah, that's true. It's kind of weird when, like, you watch the sequel to a movie and you're like, this doesn't have the same vibe at all. <laughs> yeah, like, what? yeah, exactly. Um, which I think is what happened because Ring 2 or Ringu 2 was not the first sequel, right? Spiral was the first sequel and it was ass. So they're like, we got to try that again. I think so, yeah. Okay. Um, there are so many movies in this franchise. <laughs> yeah. I have not seen all of them. Um, there's a lot. So <laughs> yeah. it sounds like there's two like sub universes. There's like the viral sub universe, which is like the ass universe. And then there's like the canon universe, which is mm. Ringu, Ringu 2. Yeah. It's Might like the Halloween series. Yeah. Where there's like, exactly. you know, Halloween 1 and 2. And then three doesn't fit in anywhere and then it's like, but then the ones now are a direct sequel to the original and then it's like this whole there's there's just it's a lot a lot yeah. going on but i see the appeal yeah i see why they're trying so hard to make sequels yeah i mean it, it's it's a great film it was really successful at the time of release, I think it was the highest grossing horror film in Japan, um, like in their history. So it definitely did well. So I can, uh, anytime that happens, people kind of want to like cash in on the success of something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, it came out the same year or the same time as the first episode of the podcast, um, Blair Witch Project. Oh, I was I'm like, going somewhere with this. No, yeah. When you said that, like the same time, I was like, we did not start the podcast in 1980. <laughs> no, Blair Witch Project, which was also the first episode of the podcast, came yes. out around the same time that this movie did. Um, and it was like in this time where horror movies were all slashers and all like, you know, very like striking and gory and um these two movies combined ringu and blair witch project kind of took it back to leaving stuff to the imagination which we know that i really like um so i like that about 1998 and 1999 horror movies <laughs> yeah that, i mean that's a good point slashers were huge in the 80s 90s so definitely but I also kind of think, like, like, Scream didn't end the slasher genre, but it kind of, because Scream was kind of mocking the ones that came before it, I think after Scream was so successful, everybody was kind of like, all right, they got us, let's back up and let's try something else for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> what year did it come out? I forgot. Oh, look, we're taking a sip Scream. of water at the same time. <laughs> Scream was 96. Okay. Not too far before these. I still don't, um, 
I mean, I guess I understand. Like, the ending when she's, like, talking to her dad and she's like, yeah, we'll be there. Like, you have to watch this thing for Yoichi, you know? <laughs> like, and then she's just, like, smiling while she's going. Like, it was so menacing. And I'm like, what did her father do? <laughs> like, <laughs> why was her dad the first person that she thought it would be, like, Oh fuck your life up. <laughs> well, I think it's I think I mean they kind of try to like build up the relationship between the grandson and the grandpa earlier in the movie. Yeah. Which made me think like, okay, like that's the person that you know would say yes, he'll die for the kid. Yes. I yeah. think that makes sense. But like the way they did the phone call where she was like being vague and not telling him made it seem like menacing and i was like yeah i feel like if she was just like yo is in trouble we need your help then it would have been like yeah obviously you're gonna go to the dad because you know he's gonna say yes and then he can you know pass it on to whoever he hates it like the nursing home i don't know but like, you know, yeah. like <laughs> so, i mean yeah why that's the other thing is we find out in the second movie that he didn't actually pass on the tape he just kind of dies so, like, why didn't he just pass it to somebody? I don't know. He didn't have to die. Yeah. Pass that on? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Give the kid, give the kid, like, run the kid seven days until I absolutely cannot run it anymore. Watch the film and then all that time trying to find somebody else to pass it on to. Okay, you'd wait until, like, day seven? Well, no, I would just okay. capitalize on that time to try to right. find somebody else, as opposed to, like, would it be wasting hard? some days. Well, depends on if you're trying to find somebody that agrees to do it or not, I suppose. That's true. If you're trying to find a, a consenting person, mm -hmm. rather than... Surprise! <laughs> <laughs> I guess, you know, uh, day six comes and you haven't found someone to consent. You just got to get a little greater. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Give myself as much time as I can to find a consenting person. Yeah. And if not, I murder the bitch. No big deal. Well, you don't have to. You could just, like, trick them into watching it, but then tell them and be like, hey, but also, by the way, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's Good true. Good luck. <laughs> But is the goal Unless you then, really hate them, then go for it. That's what I was imagining. But. Honestly. Same. That's just me. <laughs> uh, yeah. And like, I guess we also find out. We also find out. I'm so mad that I watched part of the second movie. We also find out that like, that's not the end of the curse. Mm. Somehow. But like, if. If him dying definitively meant the end of the curse, or if the next person dying definitively meant nobody else has to die, then yeah, I would kill somebody. I wouldn't even tell them, oh, by the way. Okay. Fuck ticking. You know what I mean? Yeah, to, like, depending on the person. I don't know. We're Doesn't really getting into you. the ethics of this. That's true. Yeah. We're going Chidi and Agonia on this. Will we? <laughs> Kill one, save a thousand, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, which is exactly what we're debating. is like, do you kill the dad to save everybody else? Or... Yeah. 
Well, he kind of chose that for himself, though, right? Like, if he knew and chose to die to try to end it. Valiant, I suppose. (laughs) He was old. He lived his life. Yeah. If I was, like, knocking on death's door anyway, I'd be like, all right, yeah, fuck it. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Go to the hospital. Go to the, like, ICU. They're not living long. And just pop that VHS in there. You know they've got a TV up there with a little VHS slot, even to this day. <laughs> Lip it in. Walk out. There are people in the ICU who live, Katie. <laughs> I know. But not all of them. How, how do you know? You just walk up to the nurse. You're like, hey, any of these about to go soon? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, anyways. <laughs> what are we talking about? The ring. Uh, uh, yeah, the ring. Ring. I guess it's just ring, I think. I don't know. I've heard it pronounced ringu. But then I've also heard that that's incorrect and that you're just supposed to say ring. So I don't really know. I was finding a lot of mixed reviews when I was going on and like trying to make sure I was saying everything correctly. So, I think I'm just going to call it Ring. The Japanese theatrical release poster says The Ring. Oh, does it? Mm-hmm. Okay, so maybe it's just The Ring. I just didn't want people Who's to, like, get mixed, because there is an American remake called The Ring. Called The Ring. Yeah. So that's also, like, kind of interesting to me, because... This ring is based on a book. Um, and the author of that book actually like took a lot of inspiration from his favorite horror movie, Poltergeist. <laughs> oh. Which we will get to soon. But I can definitely see like how Poltergeist could have inspired this. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so this movie remade it. And so I'm like, okay, so like... Americans had an opportunity to just be like, oh, like, we'll do an interpretation of this book as well. But they didn't. Because everything that this movie changed about the book, they kept in. So, like, like, they just did the same changes. So it's like, they really just ripped this movie off, you know. This is, it was a remake of the movie, not the book. (laughs) But they say that it's a remake of the book? Well, no. I mean, I think it's a a remake of the movie. Like, they weren't. Okay devious about that but i just think it's like an opportunity to be like oh yeah we're not just like remaking you know another foreign film for american audiences because they don't want to read subtitles like (laughs) they had a chance and they didn't take it you know yeah you're right sad yeah do you like it as much as this one i don't know how much you like this one but um i this one's better in my opinion however I do not hate the American remake. <laughs> okay. That feels... But they are very similar. I also, like... I did see the American remake first. Oh. So I feel like that can sometimes, like, have an impact on it. Like, when you see the first one first and you're like, this is great, this is amazing, and then, like, they do a remake and you're like, here's everything that's wrong with it because I already saw it. Yeah. So, like, yeah. Fresh little... Nine, ten-year-old Cassidy saw the ring and 
I was not a horror fan when I saw that movie. <laughs> oh, no. Sad. Yeah. Yeah, I think this one's a little bit more like... It is a horror movie, but it almost kind of feels more like a like a mystery thriller. Like, And I think the American one was more just horror. Was it gorier? Um... I'm trying to remember. I don't think there's like a lot more gore, but there is like like a little bit better special effects. Because it it is very similar to this, like the plot of this movie. Like they kept a a lot of it the same. Um yeah, I'm trying to even I I th- I can think of like one difference that they made. Um but oh. But it's also just different, like, editing, different tone, different style. So, like, that's all yeah. a little bit different. But Yeah. But, yeah. You're right, though. Like, this this movie felt more like a detective novel movie. Yeah. Or. Right. Like, it was almost, like, suspenseful. Like, you're like, are they going to figure it out, you know? Yeah. That's not to say it wasn't scary. There you go. Her crawling out of that TV is always going to be iconic. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what scared me, but no. <laughs> I could see how a nine-year-old watching that or a child watching that would be terrified. <laughs> yes, you would. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, how scary did you think it was? Oh, um... I said like a 1.5. Oh. Like it's like a little spooky, you know? Okay. Um. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't Why? like soup. I don't know. It's just kind of like when they're down in the well and shit and like and the TV thing. I just remember when I was a kid, you know, that's just that that sticks with you a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I can see that. What about you? I gave it a two. Okay. It was spookier than not. Um, but mostly like just how much was left up to the imagination is what freaked me out. Yeah. That's I fair. still along that sentiment, I still don't understand why they thought finding Sadako would help. I keep I keep going back between Sadako and Sadako. Sadako. Which is it? Sadako. I think I think what their idea was was that like this girl was murdered, she's a vengeful spirit. If they give her a proper burial and like actually lay her to rest, that that could end it. So I think that was the mentality behind like going there, getting her body out of this place where she was left for days and then yeah. finally like letting her rest would kind of quell the spirit that makes sense but it didn't nope <laughs> and I've seen do you recognize that what when she kills the guy at the end and it does the close up of her eye oh yes 
Yeah, that's in DVD. That is in Dead by Daylight. That's her, um, like, a special Mori kill. It's that yeah. scene of the close-up of the eye. Which, fun her... fact, not the actress. <laughs> not the same actress who plays her the entire film. Uh, she was Why? played by Reinu. Um, another fun fact, they did the, like, her walking towards the TV out of the well. She's like moving all weird. It's because she walked backwards and that's how they filmed it. And then they just played it in reverse. And that's why she was like moving weird. (laughs) Interesting. Um, But anyways, they chose not to use her for the close up. And I'm not really sure why, but they used like a male crew member. And (laughs) they made him like chop his eyelashes off so that it would like look creepier. (laughs) So that's why there's no eyelashes on that shot. <laughs> I didn't even notice. Yeah. Wow. Things we do for entertainment. I know. Commitment. Yes. Hmm. Yeah. Um. I was gonna say. Oh, did you know that the? I think it was the UK DVD had like a disclaimer on it. Mm. That yes. was like, we're not responsible if you die from watching this. That's freaking spooky. Yeah. That was Which with, I guess. Oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say, like, without like I mean you've already seen it, so like the American one really can't be spoiled for you. But they end the American remake. Like it ends and then it just plays the whole tape, like in its entirety. Like, that's how it ends. (laughs) And so, like, when you watch it, when you're nine fucking years old, (laughs) and it ends, and you're like, I just watched it. I got seven days. And, of course, everybody, including me, for some reason, got a phone call after that movie. (laughs) Oh, no. Because that was back when telemarketers called every two fucking hours. So, like, of course it's going to time up. It was actually a telemarketer. We, I was at my cousin's house, too, and the phone starts ringing. We're like, your house, it's you. It's for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, kind of along that note, too, I enjoy how it was kind of like a, well, I didn't know this until after reading about it, but I liked how it was kind of this, like, um, I don't know what word I'm looking for, uh, like the spread of technology through Japan. Mm. was kind of the theme a lot of people think that was kind of the theme um which it is kind of scary especially nowadays with like ai and all that spooky moves fast is yeah. uh yeah it spreads as yeah. does the curse <laughs> well and especially if like you're having to make a copy of the tape yeah and then that person has to make a copy of the tape and then, you know, and then what if the first tape gets in the hands of somebody else yeah. and that person has to make up. Co- yeah. You get it. It's like a pyramid scheme. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Sadako, you and your MLMs. <laughs> hey girl, I haven't seen you since high school. <laughs> <laughs> what? Everybody's gotten those Facebook messages. <laughs> oh, they're awful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's funny when it's not you. 
You know what I mean? Oh, it, yeah, it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I think the in the book, it was meant to be like she. I don't think she ever kills anybody, but she gets sexually assaulted by the like guy, like the doctor that's like trying to prove that she can do it or whatever, and then he unknowingly infects her with smallpox oh no and then kills her and so like it's supposed to be like a cursed version of a di- actual disease and that's what's spreading and so like it was a like, kind of like a play on that but they did not include that in the movie version there were a few things that they didn't they left out that's but. super interesting though that's a very interesting concept even more so than like the spread of technology but yeah. maybe it is still a spread of technology. Like a Yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah, and then uh Sadako's mom in the movie was actually based on a real person. Yeah, in like the eighteen hundreds or something. Yeah. Her name was uh Chizu Chizuko. Chizuko? I think I'm saying that right. Chizuko uh Muf Muff. Une. That's hard for me to say. <laughs> um, she like claimed to be a psychic, and then I guess during a demonstration of her powers, everybody was like, "This is a scam." Oh, <laughs> yeah. So she was kind of like outcasted after that, and she ended up taking her own life. So, like a sad story. Yeah, I guess. Seriously. In this version, they were like, "What if?" She wasn't actually like, what if she was actually psychic? Oh, so she wasn't actually psychic? That's not a real thing, so no. Well. No, she was not. Uh, yeah, her demonstration was like, there was some doctor who was like obsessed with proving that like psychics were real. Um, like wrote books on it. Every single time got discredited. Everybody was like, you're not, this this doesn't prove anything. You're not proving anything. And huh. he ended up uh, retiring. <laughs> but um, he was the one that worked with her. And basically during the demonstration, she was supposed to be reading letters inside of like closed envelopes. But then they realized that like he had written the stuff in the envelopes. So like likely he was just telling her she was also like left alone with the envelopes a lot and then like when she'd be holding the envelope she'd be like oh i have to turn around to read it so like <laughs> it was there were just a lot of signs that like people were like this this is not what you're saying it is <laughs> yeah okay that's fair yeah i'm so sorry <laughs> it's fine Anyway, <laughs> I feel like I just like dashed your hopes and dreams. Well, yeah, it was based on a true, a real person. I thought that that real person was a real psychic. Whatever. No, fortunately, I don't think anybody's ever been proven to be a real psychic. That <laughs> so. that you know of. I think if they were real, we'd know about it. 
What, are you going to tell me you're psychic I, right now? <laughs> no. What? No. Exactly. Except this one time. Mm-hmm. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, what's next? Uh, how... Sexy. How, how sexy did she be? <laughs> okay. Uh, one and a half. Ooh, what gave it the half? The ex-husband. Little scruffy guy. That's fair. Yeah. You? I give it a one. Oh. Uh, there just wasn't a lot of, like, sexy activity going on, you know? I mean, Sadako might as well be masked. It's true. We never really see her face. It just doesn't do it for me. I don't know. It's, it's like a hair thing. Eh. Yeah, okay. No, thank you. Not for me. Yeah. The uh, <laughs> well scene was the opposite of doing it for me. You didn't like that, huh? No. Well, I didn't like that he just goes for it. Yeah. Put his mouth under the water and like, what? Yeah, if there had been a, a body in a well closed off for 30 years, you couldn't pay me to put my face in that water. <laughs> Yeah, why couldn't you just let the bucket down? Well, they still had to get her out. Call the police. They called the police. Why'd they have to get her out? Let the police get her out. Because the police are going to open up a whole investigation. You're not going to bury the... But they thought they had to give her a proper burial. But they didn't. Did they? No. The second one is where they reconstruct her and then the uncle gives her a a burial at sea. I didn't think it was, like, implied that that's what they, they were doing. I don't know. I don't, that's why I'm so confused. Like, why is that your solution, going and finding this body? Yeah. There wasn't really any closure. Other than, like, maybe they were just, like, seeking visions. Because they didn't really get yeah. visions until they started learning more about the history. So maybe that was it. That's true. And maybe they thought just, like, maybe they thought the whole point was for her to just, like, tell her story right like for someone to understand what actually happened to her because like she was just yeah. a missing person right so maybe they thought just like finding the body would be but yeah you're right i guess they could have just none of it worked anyway so he just got a mouthful of dead person body water, water. yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, on that note, how fucked up did you think it was? <laughs> um, like a two and a half. Okay. Like, that's fucked. I don't like the idea of, like, a kid being cursed. Okay. The kid obviously sees dead people. That's pretty fucked. Just like the whole thing. Is a little fucked, you know? Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. You? I give it 1.5. Okay. The, Blaine. The, 
Yoichi getting cursed and said that didn't really bother me too much because I think that's kind of like you wish he died. No, I okay. No, (laughs) I don't. I it just like I don't know. It wasn't like a huge. It was just kind of like oh he's cursed. We have to help him, and then it's all about like finding the answers. It wasn't like we're, like, seeing this kid and, like, the effects of this curse, like, 24, you know what I mean? Like, that's not what we were really seeing. So, to me, it was just kind of, like, a side piece of this whole thing. Like, a yeah. reason for it to be more urgent. Um, a side quest? Yeah. <laughs> Save the kid. That's a side quest. A yeah, real yeah. quest. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, the well part was a little, like, just touches her and, like, the skin just, like, falls yeah, off. And, like, why is she doing this to the skull? Yeah. It's just a little icky, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I could have lived without seeing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I kind of liked it. Oh. What? What? You kind of liked it? Yeah, it was kind of cool. I don't know. Fucked up, but it was cool. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> to each their own. Yes. And that is my own. <laughs> now, if they were drowning in it, I'm just kidding. That'd be your own. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, now overall. Now overall. Yeah. Overall. I was like... You like- changing your answer live no 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 no. i was like because i was like i I gave it a 3.5 oh but i almost think it's like a 3.75 i like this movie i think it's just like it's a really solid movie story's good it sparked a whole franchise not just in japan but in america too like i think it's a well done movie some of the editing choices are a little made in the 90s but you know It gives it a little bit of charm. <laughs> yeah. What about you? I gave it a four and a half. Hell yeah, let's go. See, I was hovering yeah. between like a 3.54 and I was like, that's why I like stopped for a minute because I wrote down 3.5, but then I was like, the more I'm talking about this, the more it's like a four. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I really, really enjoyed it. I love like, that it like ties back to I mean obviously Japanese culture um and like Japanese lore um I find that extremely interesting and I loved reading about like the yure and the onryo and like all of that lore um I agree that the editing was a little scuffed but still fun like it it wasn't like it didn't like take away from the movie at all it was very like oh this is a 90s movie like no big deal yeah um it didn't explain everything, which was kind of annoying because, like, why the hell did they have to go find Sadako? <laughs> but at the same time, like, it left enough up to the imagination that it wasn't, like, they weren't beating a dead horse the whole movie. And, like, we didn't, we could still think about it and leave some open to interpretation. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm just rambling at this point, but I liked it. No, I feel that, though. It's, like... It, it kind of reminds me of, like, Saw in the sense that, like, some of the editing choices in Saw are, like, also a little bit, like, okay. But, like, it didn't take away from the movie for me at all, you know? It's, like, it gives a little charm. It gives a... It, it, it definitely, like, pinpoints the 
time period in which it was made. Yeah. Um, and it was also a low-budget movie, so it's like... And a lot of that budget came from the director himself, so it's like... Yeah, he funded a lot of it. Oh my god. <laughs> um, yeah, I agree. It's a great film. I understand why it's a... Uh, created such a phenomena. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like it was exactly what it needed to be. I actually don't know what would have made it better either. Maybe it should be a five. But it's a, <laughs> it's a 4.5 in my heart, so. Okay. Sometimes you don't know what, like, why it's not higher, you know? Yeah. That's okay. It could have been a little scarier, I guess. Yeah. But maybe that's what it is. Who's to say? Not us. (laughs) All right. Well, would you survive? Yes. Do I need to explain? Well, I don't know. You know, why not? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I mean... um, I know people that I would like to believe would watch the tape for me. And I think that those people also have people who would watch the tape for them. And I think Mm -hmm. two degrees of separation is plenty because I don't like a whole lot of people. So once we're out of that one degree of separation, I don't like them anymore and I don't really care. So I'm living and so are all the people that I love. That's a cool fun. Yeah. How about you? Easy. Yeah, easy. Easy. Show it to (laughs) someone. Wash my hands of it. Yeah. I already talked about all the different ways I could show it to someone I didn't like. Show it to someone who was already dying. Exactly. We've got backup plans on backup plans. Yeah. And if all else fails, 300 kicking Sadako right back into the well. She's been through enough. She killed a guy. <laughs> for making fun of her mom. Okay, you don't just get to kill people for making fun of someone. <laughs> Not a good enough reason. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> there are reasons that I will excuse a murder. <laughs> That's not one of them. That's not one of them, huh? No. She was also like a child, though, so. Yeah, she didn't know any better. No. And what, just because she kills someone means that she should be bludgeoned over the head and dropped into a well no. to live and crawl out of for 30 years? Absolutely not. When did I say that? Never. I, I'm just, okay, well, exactly. it could have been, people could have assumed also, that's what She was meant. a kid. I was a kid. I didn't kill anybody. <laughs> <laughs> You're also not psychic. Maybe you didn't have the means to kill somebody when you were a kid. You don't know that. You love psychics. <laughs> you so. literally said you don't believe in psychics. I don't. So how could you be one? True. You got me there. Normie. <laughs> what are you, a Hot Topic t-shirt from 2008? <laughs> That is probably where I heard that expression. A hundred percent.
okay. Well, you're just jealous. I can pretend to be a psychic too. <laughs> Give me like three minutes. I'll pull up your Facebook and tell you something about yourself. That's what they all fucking do these days. Is it really? Mm-hmm. Oh. They literally like set up like a <laughs> like an experiment where they like set up this tent. They were like, oh, like we're a psychic. Come over like at this little festival thing. And they had people come in and they just asked for their name. Look them up on Facebook behind a curtain and like feed them information about themselves through an earpiece. And everybody walked away being like, oh, my God. They're psychic. And they were just like afterwards. They're like, here's everything we just found about you based on your social media. We're not psychic. You just post about your life all the time. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. No. All my social media is unlocked. So there you go. Maybe that's why I wasn't chosen when I went to a live taping of the Long Island Medium because she couldn't Probably. dig up anything on me. Honestly. I hate that. Sorry. Anyways. <laughs> uh, I'm here to ruin celebrities and paranormal activity one by one. <laughs> oh. Those are all the things I love in life. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, okay. Are you ready to predict next week's movie plot? Yes. All right. Next week, are we talking about? The Evil Dead. Evil Dead. Mm-hmm. That's the one with Ash Ketchum. I mean, <laughs> Ash. <laughs> the other guy. Not Ash Ketchum. That's not that. No, one. no, it's Ash Ketchum for sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it is. It is the one with Ash, right? Yes, it is Ashley Thank Williams. You. <laughs> Ashley Williams. That's right. That's right. Um, it's a zombie movie. Sure. Tell me about it. Right? Wait. I'm thinking of Resident Evil. No, it's also a zombie movie. Okay. Yeah. What so happens? Ash, Ash is ex-military, ex-military, big gun guy. And he is who everybody goes to when... The zombie apocalypse breaks out. And that's the whole movie. <laughs> Does he help them? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. He helps them. Where he, what like where's the location? Just a city he's just going through like, blasting zombs or what? Backwoods, Tennessee. Okay. Yep. Like swamp country. Okay. Is that in Tennessee? Is there swamp in Tennessee? I don't think so. <laughs> oh. Louisiana then. There you go. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's in it's in the swamps of Louisiana. Mm-hmm. And everybody comes to him because they know he has guns. They're like, oh my god, it's zombies. And um he defends them all from okay. the zombies. All of them. All of them. All right. Well, I mean, there's some deaths. Oh a few people in the group. Yeah expendables yeah 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 sorry this one's not very creative but i really think that that's the embodiment of the movie i'm 
love it. Thanks. Am I right? Nope. Is it zombies? Nope. It's not zombies? Not technically, no. <laughs> oh, so is it an outbreak of some kind? Nope. <laughs> However, you were almost right. Because it does take place in Tennessee. <laughs> Why did I change my answer? <laughs> Fuck. Take that part out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, no, Ash is a college student. He is not. <laughs> He's in college? So you're thinking because Ash is a character in Dead by Daylight, and you're yeah. thinking of his character model, which is based on Ash, but years after this movie. <laughs> So it is an oh. aged up version of this character. Why? Because they couldn't get the young Ash license or something? No, it's the same guy. I think they just made him more based on like more recent stuff that he's been in rather than the original, original movie. Um, okay. thought they'd be fun to have the puppet. <laughs> it's not a thing in the first movie. So. What do you mean? Yeah, Ash has his little puppet hand. No? Did you play Dead by Daylight? Have you played Dead by Daylight ever in your life with an Ash? I've never played as Ash. Oh, okay. Well, never mind then. Uh <laughs> what do you mean? He just walks around with a hand puppet? Yeah, he has a little puppet. Of what? Why? Of himself. <laughs> For what reason? You'll find out eventually. But <laughs> Is it in the movie? Not in this one, no, 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 no. That's what I'm saying. I think they thought that'd be more fun, so they took a later version of him. More aged up version. Okay. Anyways, um, it takes place in Tennessee, so I'll Not give you half way. a point. Out of how many? Possible 50. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I got his name right. Sort of. You already knew it. <laughs> I didn't even know it. I thought it was Ash Ketchum. <laughs> True. Um, anyway. Yeah. Not zombies. What is it? Aliens? No. Is the killer in Dead by Daylight? No. It was just a survivor. Go Google it. Watch it first. Thank you. That's all I ask. Isn't that so easy? I guess. You already have the Wikipedia page open. <laughs> It'd be sick if I could like see it in your reflection. In your glasses. I know. <laughs> Evil see dad it? just like pops up. No. It's... <laughs> You can't see it either, but uh, well, bye. <laughs> All right. Well, that wraps it up for today. If there are any movies you'd like to hear us talk about or you'd like to traumatize me with, please let us know in the comments or shoot us a DM on our socials at Killer Cuties Podcast. Thanks so much for listening. In our next episode, we're going to be talking about Sam Raimi's feature directorial debut. The Evil Dead. We hope to see you then. Bye!